This is episode 40 of Re-Educating Dad, the cross-generation podcast with me, Big Tone, and my co-host, Little Tone. And again, we're joined today by our regular guest, my grandson, Ben. So once again, we have three generations represented today on the show. And between us, we account for a total of over 115 years worth of life on this planet. No prizes for guessing who makes up the majority of that. So how are you both today? Starting with you, Ben. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, a lot a lot better than um, probably I sounded last podcast. It was very, it sounded uh, very somber. But yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing a lot better. Um, it's been snowing recently, so um, it's been yeah. good to good to have a, a change of environment kind of um and but yeah overall doing doing a lot better Thank we you. are very pleased to hear that we've had a lot of snow up here in the cotswolds as well i can only oh yeah i can imagine i've been sliding down the hills on my in my wellington boots because i don't have any option because it's either a choice between you wear shoes where you get mud all over the you know in, in your socks and all up your trousers or you wear wellington boots get protected from the mud but they have absolutely no grit Grit on a uh, grip on the bottom, so you might as well just have skis on your feet. <laughs> and how about you, you little tone? Get some waterproof hiking boots. Uh, yeah, I keep being told that that's good, but you have not yet seen the mud here. <laughs> it is, it is World War One quality mud. <laughs> You're in the trenches. Absolutely. You, you, you'll see when you haven't visited us yet, but when, when they let us out one day, you'll see that. So, okay, Little Tone, over to you. It's your topic for today. Cue us up. It's always my topic, really, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose it is. Yeah. Re-educating Dad is the title, so that is the clue. Bossy. <laughs> um, so today, team, I'd like to talk about Biden's first day in office and everything that he managed to achieve in that first day, um, which is exciting. Well, you mean signing uh, a few bits of paper? Well, yeah, I mean, that's very, generally very the important piece role. of paper. <laughs> oh, I can see that I might be in the minority in this particular <laughs> episode. Okay, take it away. So, first, we've got the launch of the 100 Days Masking Challenge. Actually, first of all, I should say that this is thanks to the So You Want to Talk About app. That's the at, um, who've put all this information together, which is really helpful. So first, we've got the launch of the 100-Day Masking Challenge, which is uh, Biden launching, basically asking the American people to do their part and mask up for 100 days. Biden is also doing his part by issuing an executive order today for federal, for federal masks and physical distancing in all federal, federal businesses. to vaccinate nearly nearly half a million people in 24 hours so what they're expecting is by may they will have been able to vaccinate everyone yeah no no i'm just talking about the i'm just talking about the substance in the policy you were going to say something on that ben 
Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to ask whether they were actually ma like mandating, making it ma uh, mandatory for people to wear masks in public spaces or whether, like you, uh, like, uh, you maybe have said, that it was just a good idea to wear masks or like, pro like getting them to... Yeah, like children should I wear think, shoes. Yeah. I think it, like it was in the UK, it was guidelines rather than law. In yeah, the so that's what I mean. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a wet thing blanket isn't it i mean you know the thing is apart from anything else he can only federally he can only mandate it in federal buildings he can't mandate it anywhere else uh, because he's because each state is entitled to make its own laws correct why will yeah but then that, that, okay no what i will uh, say is that it's better than um it's better than what Trump was doing, which was like going around. You saw during his like rallies, like boasting about not wearing a mask and making fun of Biden for wearing a mask. So well, I, I guess COVID. Yeah. So what? What? At least, at least he's showing to the the public that it is a good idea to wear a mask, which was sort of the an, yeah. anti-Trump. Yeah. No, I'm not. But saying... then there, there will also. Go on. Sorry. There will... sorry oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there will also be the data. So the people that are um, listening or, um, and watching, um, you know, officials wear masks and following the advice, they'll have the data to prove that those people have effectively stayed safe against areas where people haven't worn masks, you know, because they don't believe in them or, you know, they think it's some kind of conspiracy theory. I think that what's good is that they'll be able to get data from it and, and have, have evidence. Well, I, think it's a, I, I think it's a good one, but what, what are, you know, you've got some really solid policies, has he, that you signed up? You took, you said, Ben, they're really, really good pieces of paper at the beginning of this uh, episode. Well, I, I said, I said, your they best were, they piece were... of paper. Well, well, okay. go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, well, the, the most important thing to me was the, um, was the environmental uh, policies like the 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 rejoining of the uh, Paris Agreement? I thought that was really important, as well as um, he's revoking the um, it was like a patent for the Keystone Pipeline, which is like a really major um, oil pipeline going from Canada to um, America. And I, I thought this the 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 promising of to keep up with like to reduce greenhouse emissions was really important. Not only that, but actually ag agreeing that we have a climate change problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, rather than just saying, no, it's all rubbish, you know, it actually ac acting on the fact that we have this awful thing happening and we need to act on it immediately. Um, otherwise, we're going to be in trouble quite quickly. Mm. That is definitely, yeah, that was definitely... Uh, big ones for me as well. I think also um, re-engaging with the World Health Organization um, because they are leading on the science and we are better when we're all working together and it's just madness to to cut off from them. That doesn't make any yeah, sense I, to I, me. I totally agree with that. In fact, of all, of all the things you've mentioned so far, I would say that's the most important. That's not to say that I don't um, agree that the climate change of tone from the USA is, 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 is not anything but a great thing. That is great. I just think that, that it's a little bit symbolic because I'm not really sure that the Paris Accord as such amounts to a row of beans. <laughs> what? I, I suddenly think, felt I like I was back in the Bible then. <laughs> I don't think there's very much substance in the Paris Climate Accord. 
I think it's another symbolic gesture, rather like the masks, you know, issuing guidance to wear masks. Um, can... we, we need to do something much more radical in terms of in terms of climate change. We actually have to reduce our emissions, and we have to take really um, substantial uh, decisions. Uh, you know, we got close to it in in Boris's the the, the Tory government's recent green initiative, but they but they they chickened out at the last minute. They were going to ban the installation of uh, gas um, and other uh, CO2 based CO2 emitting based uh, fuel technologies by within quite a short time. I think it might have been five years or something or ten years, five or ten years, which would have been a huge thing to do because nearly every home that is made, every new home that is created in this country, nearly everyone has a, uh, st is still producing more and more CO2 but through its heating system. And if we, if we could have had a move towards electric heating systems that were based on, you know, like air source or ground source pump technology, uh, which is what they got close to announcing, that would have been great. What actually happened was that they said, uh, they they backed off under pressure from those industries, those those oil and gas industries. They backed off, which was a real shame. But those are the sort of things that need to be need to be done. Well, those I, are the sort of things that are being done. Those are the actions that he took on day one. Like he directed what? Give me one. Directed all executive departments and agencies to immediately review and take appropriate action to address federal regulations and other executive actions taken during the last four years that were harmful to public health, damaging to the environment and unsupported by the best available science. Directing agencies to consider revising yeah, the word fuel is economy and emissions. Consider, review, consider. There's no action in there. I want action. Well, that action, is... Action. That, that is action, Dad. That's how action starts. Well, you don't work in a, in a government. Got, it never gets beyond, sorry, I'm talking over you. It never gets beyond consider review. I mean, it's all consider review. We need actual policies. But you can't do that unless you're a tyrant. You can't just go, this is a policy now. You have to go through stages of review. Oh, we That's did. That's how we progress we've made, a, we've made a very, very good uh, move by uh, announcing that we can't sell diesel and uh, petrol, burn, uh, petrol burning cars after what is it is it 2000 help me somebody 2030 30 30 yeah maybe 30 2030 i think it was more than that personally um, i'm pretty I, sure it it's a really good policy uh and because it means that they, all those car manufacturers have, have now started uh you know working fast on on developing electric cars so i think that's a great policy anyway go, anyway let's press ahead Bill Tone? <laughs> is, is, is I keep telling button? you things and you, you keep just like shooting them down. So I kind of feel bad for Biden. No, no, um, not at all. Not at all. I'm not shooting them down. I, would, I just would really love to see some... I'm, he's a bit of a waffle man for me. I, I would like to see some real, you know... He's a walking skeleton. What do you want him to do? Oh, he's literally about to pass away. I okay. think the action's probably coming from Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris you know. That everyone's hoping okay, that she's anyway. the one that's going to take over. You're right. Press ahead. Well, I mean, I guess the stuff that you really want to talk about is the reversal of all of Trump's crap things. So, <laughs> well, stuff tell us like, what you really feel. Yeah, like the reverse of the Muslim ban, which is just yeah. ridiculous. Hmm. Um, 
and also uh, preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation, which is obviously a big thing in the southern states of America. Um, very, um, very big issues with um, LG, you know, supporting LGBTQ or people uh, or trans rights. Um, and obviously very much in favor of the Christian way. Um, What's so What's that? Is that feeding people to lions? Well, yeah, exactly. The, the I don't know, the, the, the path of the righteous. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever crap that is. Um, and... Uh, let's have a look. What is Stop it? the border wall construction was, as well. Yeah, was the Muslim ban... So was the, the Muslim ban was still in effect. Is that, is that the position? Mm. Was it? Tell us, yeah. Ben. Yeah, so various um, uh, various Muslim countries visitors were banned from from coming to America. It was essentially just uh, the gist of it. I don't know what those countries were, uh, um, but I know that it was African countries. countries. Yeah, Muslim and African countries. Um, so was it? A it was just straight up racism. <laughs> so it was a faith based ban then, was it? This says Biden, well, apparently Biden signed an executive action to end the Muslim ban, a policy rooted in religious animus, is that a word? And xenophobia. Yes. Yep. Yep. It yep. repeals proclamations, blah, 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 and blah, 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 which restrict entry into the United States from primarily Muslim and African countries and instructs the State Department to restart the visa processing. Okay. So, yeah, it's just basically straight up racism. <laughs> what's he doing on uh, what's he doing on healthcare? What's he announced on So so he um withdrew um Trump's federal lawsuit against Obamacare. Um mm. I, oh. uh, so yeah, Trump was suing Obamacare. I'm I not entirely sure what for, but basically the withdrawing of that means that Obamacare can continue. Yeah, I've never really understood what it is. Um I'm I I I'm not an expert on this, but I'm assuming it's just sort sort of like um, free healthcare for like the NHS, but less so because it's America. Um, I thought that it was about employment. Let's find out. I don't know. Obamacare. Well, no, I think it, I, I think Ben's on the right lines. I think it's trying to introduce some kind of uh, oh, you know, the social, care social health uh, care for people who can't afford it. But I. I really don't know the de I don't know anything of the detail of it or the substance of it even really. I don't really know what what Obamacare was intending to do. I just know there was a lot of backlash from Republican friends of ours who thought it was just awful. They probably thought that loads of immigrants were gonna come in and start using the free health care. That's probably what they thought. Yeah. Bloody that, racists. I think that, I think that was I think that, <laughs> I think that was <laughs> I think that was part of it, um, but I th personally, I think that the American health system is so entrenched in private enterprise that ever shifting it away from that in any meaningful way is going to be a ginormous task. It's so yeah. much based on insurance. The costs are ridiculous. I mean, you know, I've had, when I was living over there, you know, I had a couple of accidents, when you broke a finger, broke a thumb. I mean, you know, you, you go as soon as you go through the hospital 
door. It's like sort of a thousand dollars every fifteen minutes that you're in there. You know, it's, if they charge for everything, I mean, every bandage, every cup of tea, everything. I mean, it's, it's and it, and it's just immense cost. You would not believe it, and I know that because even if you're insured, you keep getting these bills, and these bills arrive for years after the actual time you've been there because there's all these people involved you know there was the anesthetist there's the radiologist got their cut yeah and everybody's billing from all over the place the bandage person you know it's 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 absolutely incredible and of course they know that they're billing insurance companies so that they want to you know the insurance companies are going to try and knock them down so therefore they charge for even more knowing that they're going to get it's absolutely crazy completely crazy there was um, there's an amazing film which there's Go an on. amazing film which I, I can't remember what it's called but I'm I'll look it up in a second but it's got I think it's got Jude Law in it and it's about a, a woman who murders her partner and they have a court case about whether it was triggered by psychosis but the end of the film ends up being that she's taken this competitor's drug and the com- other com- the competitor company had basically set the whole thing up, like the murder, everything, her being on it, her therapy, in order to completely smash that drug out of the water so that they could take the lead on selling their drug. Like I remember with America, there was a big boom in, um, there was a big boom in private companies and their branding and like who is ahead in terms of like their campaigns. It's, it's, it's not un- dissimilar to like political campaigns, is it? No. It's, all, it's all about personal branding. And yeah. um, uh, what's it called? Profit, big, you know, making bigger profit mar- uh, margins every year. It's awful. But about Obamacare was about uh, discouraging those kinds of tactics from insurance companies that uh, restrict people on low income from accessing, you know, affordable care, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Digressing a bit, digressing a lot. Um, quite, I, I really feel proud of our country for what we've done in terms of the vaccines. You know, when I look at us compared to other countries, I'm really proud of what we've managed to achieve and the rollout. And what an absolute utter disgrace from the EU, um, who are like mild, they haven't even approved one vaccine yet, not one. And they're, and they're, they're bleating because we're, we're getting our supplies before them because not, you know, forgetting to mention that we ordered our supplies in May and they didn't order theirs until October. And now they're actually trying to disrupt our supplies by uh, leaning on the, um, you know, whatever kind of, is it AstraZeneca, whatever, whatever the, um, whatever the company is in, in uh, Brussels, I think it's, I think it's absolutely disgraceful. I'm so glad we're not part of that organization anymore. And I don't think we would have ever been able to get these vaccines done and approved as quickly as we have, were we still. Anyway, that's not We matter. still have the worst death toll, though, in the whole of the world, pretty yes, much. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I think there's a case to answer there, uh, definitely. You know, mistakes have been made. There's no question about that. Um, but but I, I, just... I think that on a positive note, we have so much to be grateful for with the NHS. Absolutely. And really, Fantastic. They're, honest, they're heroes and they deserve to be paid more. They deserve to be compensated for, for having to hold people's hands as they die alone in hospital and having to work 18-hour shifts and you'll get you no, know, lose their Christmas breaks. You'll get no argument from me on any of that. And, um, you know, that's, 
that that's what the US is missing out on, you know, having a health system like that. Anyway, what, what else have you got? Oh, I put my phone down because I thought we were going down an interesting route then. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't, if you want to continue to go down it, I, I'm fine with it. But um, I Well, I mean, like, I just, I just think that, yes, we're so fortunate to have a, a free health system, but equally it's, it's being absolutely obliterated right now by the lack of support. We don't have enough staff. You know, people aren't being paid properly. You know, we're absolutely burning our resources. I have a friend that works in ICU after looks after um, COVID patients and he's had to leave work because it's just the PTSD is so bad, you know, for what they're having to experience there. Mm. And, um, and, you know, I'm, I know there's already been a lot of chat and this is probably sounds like left wing propaganda, but I just think for the conservative government to stand outside of their houses and clap while simultaneously refusing to give decent pay rises and refusing to give good working standards and appropriate PPE. Someone really should, it needs to be asked, you know, needs to. Well, there, there, there's, there's going to be an inquiry, a full inquiry on all that after all this, but there's always a tension to be had between, you know, the policy of, uh, the policy of the left, which is to just throw money at everything. Um, and the policy of the right, the conservative as a, conservatism with a small c um which is well you can only throw money at stuff when you've earned it if but they throw have... money at stuff that's not important so the tory government throw money at stuff like the festival of britain which is still hasn't been cancelled even though they've cancelled all music venues around you know for the whole year they throw money at stuff like you know um uh, what, what was it, that ship that they wanted to buy, the armed forces ship that they were going to send around the world because it would perk up everyone's spirits. No one gives a fuck about a ship. Sorry about the swear word. No one cares about ships or aeroplanes and stuff like that. We're going to have to that out. You realise that, otherwise we'll be... Bleep, bleep. Sensible. Um, I'll have to get that bleep. Sorry. But I mean, it's, it's not that they're not throwing money at places. They're just, they're throwing it at private organizations. You know, like we, we had, when we were talking about the school lunches, you know, they were, they were allocating 30 pound per child per 10 day period. And actually they were only providing the child with five pounds worth of food. And then well, that's some not private they. company was that, taking no, come 25 on, Come on, that's totally unfair. That's not they, the government doing that. That was the companies that were profiteering out of it. And, yeah, but and, they sign and, off and on they that. Immediately, no. And if they, they didn't sign off, off on it, then they're it was, effing stupid. Immediately stop swearing because I'm going to have to do a lot of bleeping. Um, I said effing. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, as, as soon as it was drawn to the government's attention, they completely condemned what the companies did. Brent, Ben, you look like good. you're urging to say something. But it's no good to say that in retrospect. Okay, go on, Ben. I, oh, I, I was just, just going to say that I don't think the blame can be put response uh, all on on uh, the government for that thing. i do think that the, the the companies as companies do try to save as much money as possible by giving uh by giving the children the bare minimum approved, i do, I do think approved, i do i do think that the government have who some approved the company so well, you have well, that, to always go up to the top who approved the company who approved those costs who paid the money over to the company who is well, responsible 
you're, you're playing into my argument because I've always said, when in all our discussions of left versus right, we haven't really brought Ben into these discussions yet, much as I want to drag him into it. Um, <laughs> I've always said that governments do everything badly. You don't want yeah, governments. Do. To, you don't want governments of any color doing stuff. I know because I lived through a nationalized world, which you youngsters didn't. And you don't know what nationalism looks like. A nationalized telephone service, it was absolutely appalling. A nationalized bus service, appalling. Nationalized railways, appalling. They can't it do it. Might not be now, right. though. Not because it might they're not, not be well, now. Not because, not because they're, well, it's not because they're not well-intentioned. It's the same with the EU. The reason that I wanted Britain to get out of the EU mainly was because it is just a ruddy great bureaucracy full of committees after committee after committee who can never make a decision on anything which is why they haven't yet managed to pass off uh, sign off on a vaccine for their own citizens you don't want governments running anything so the what is the alternative the alternative is private enterprise can you leave private enterprise to run a mock no, you cannot, which is why this is a very good example of it. The, the government can't be sitting in the company's office watching their every move. They, there has to be an element of control. That's, and that's why you need yeah. a free press. What, le what, what led to this um, reveal, I think, of, the, of what these companies were doing in terms of ripping off children and their parents, etc., and the government mainly, uh, was was uh, by good journalism. That's what you need. You need good journalism. You need freedom of the, of the press. All these things come down to a healthy well, balance. A healthy balance between left and right. I believe that, I believe middle of the road is the right way to go. Not not too far to the right. Not too far to the left. Over you know what? You, even if, if even if they had gone to sorry Ben, one second. Even if if they had gone to Tesco and said. Here's 30 pounds. Give us 20 pounds worth of vouchers. That would have been better. That would have been a better deal. You see, Go on, Ben. Like, spoken, like, spoken like a true entrepreneur. Well done. Governments don't think like that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, work in a lib I, li I work in a leftist industry. This is how we survive all the time. Yes, but we you, survive have a right -wing, on good negotiation. you have a right-wing mind. You just don't know it. it was I don't powerful. have a right-wing mind. I'm innovative and I can make money out of nothing. No, because exactly. You make money out of nothing. Because businesses have to do. You make, we must you be can... talking over each other. <laughs> so, yeah, small businesses have to be this way. They have to have a soul. They have to, have, they have to care about their community and they have to work in the community's best interests. They can't just smash their way through everything trampling on everyone to get to the top to make the most amount of profit that's not the way small businesses work i didn't say it was and i'm i'm, I'm all for small business ben come on let's get let's get ben in here i, can't even see <laughs> I, ben. Was, I was just about to get the popcorn actually i was, I was enjoying this <laughs> <laughs> no, um, sat by the so i'm getting really hot as well <laughs> <laughs> nice one ben come on no, i was i was just going to say that one of um the one of the companies that my my school my school get food from a company that was actually brought into that was um one of the ones supplying the uh, children with food and was being uh, criticized um by the government and by the people of England for their miserable the miserable food that they were get, being given and um the school were actually i think um us as a school put them under review and i think we're not we're not get, being supplied by them anymore um 
so I think I think the government just just used um, their like default school f- uh, food suppliers in order to do this um, without looking at without regulating them. I guess um, the best exa- I mean the best examples of um, governments' uh, total incompetence when it comes to purchasing wisely and prudently is the NHS. I mean, the NHS is. I think it, there was there was reporting into that uh, you know years ago about how they sort of you know pay twenty times too much for a pencil. <laughs> you know, they just don't know how to negotiate, and of course, companies can run rings around them. So that you know that's a sep- that, that is a kind of a separate issue. But anyway, um, getting back to as we as we're coming uh, close to the end of our time. Whoops. Oh. We're, we're <laughs> The dog doesn't like hearing that. Get, getting as heated as, as you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the dog wants us to continue. Um, the, by, just overall, we, we, a couple of episodes ago, I, we talked about Trump's impeachment. Uh, I don't think that's going to go well, do you? Um, I haven't been following the impeachment very much, but... Um... Well, it's been started because the um, Congress of done whatever they need to do you know march the thing over to the uh, senate and and uh, de- you know demanded that they have a trial uh so that the senate will have a trial i believe um but uh they haven't got the votes i mean it comes down to a vote and they, they would need i think it's 17 republicans to vote with the democrats isn't mm. going to happen is it no I, I still i still although biden is in charge i still believe that Republicans are very much have l- still a lot of power in uh, in America. I think you're right, and actually, all these policies, uh, a lot of which are flim flam, in my opinion. Um, but a, a lot of these Who says flim flam. <laughs> I do. I'm old. Uh, the policy these these policies, which don't really mu- amount to terribly much in terms of substance, and in in terms of action, that's actually going to achieve anything. Uh, they're going to only day one. they're going to rely um, on on support in the Senate, which the you know which is finely balanced, and uh, without that support, he can't get much done. Mm. And, and I think that's what he's been talking about, it, like in his speeches and everything. He's been talking about trying to unite um, America, and I think that does mean the Senate as well. But whether he'll be able to accomplish that with America as divided as it is is another question. He's got to win over Republicans. Bottom line, isn't it? Yeah, and, and uh, he has, hasn't he? I think, I mean, to, I think a, that to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. The vote that, on the impeachment was there was only a, like two or three people that said not to impeach him. You're, I think you're talking about the Congress, though. I am. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's going to be a different matter when we get to the the the, the sharp end here, um, which which is going to be soon. Uh, so uh, I think that part part of the reason that his policies are so waffly is because he's trying to play both sides, Democrats and Republicans. He's trying to keep them both on board. I think he, he has to, though. He has I, to. I, I agree with that, but unfortunately, that leads to a lot of woolly language. Yeah, um, and also a lot of perhaps inaction um, down the road. I hope it doesn't, but I I fear it. I'm fear it will. Yeah, I, I I'm inclined to agree, but I think it's also important to remember that it's. A, I think it's a good start. I think like as 
as uh, Tony said, it's it's only been a, a day or, or so, but I think I think it's a it's, I think it's a good start. Yeah, it's it 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 it's not bad. It's not bad. I I will give him a four for effort out of ten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, any any final point? Any final remarks, Little Tony? You've been quiet for a while. <laughs> which is I was unusual. on mute because of the dog. Um, just that it, as soon as Biden steps down and Kamala steps up, that's when the real work will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, I think you might be right. It may not be stepping down as much as falling down. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbling down. <laughs> uh, ben, any finals from you? Um, not a lot. Just, I, I hope you're right, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm always right. All right. I'll take, I'll hold you to it. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> okay. Well, big thanks to my co-host, Little Tone, and also to our uh, regular team member, my grandson, Ben. Uh, thank you both very much. And most importantly, thank you, dear listener, for sticking with us. Um, I hope you enjoyed that uh, discussion as much as we did. I think we had a lot of fun. And uh, do uh, get involved, participate. You know we love your uh, feedback. Do send us a message via our Facebook page. Um, Links in the show notes, of course. And if you like our show, please share it with your friends and family and colleagues. Spread the word and the review on Apple Podcasts would always be appreciated. And uh, we will look forward very much uh, to catching up with you in about a week's time. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Bye for now.